You're looking live at the Wildflowers. I'm Mandy Jones, and I was always next to me is Bonnie Scalisi. How are you, everyone? How is everybody doing? It is the 10th of February. Yeah, <laughs> you ready for that intro? I always forget what day of the week it is. It's Wednesday, your favorite night of the week. <laughs> um, but you're looking live at the Wildflowers. If you found us, please share the show. Share the show. Share the show. Please share the show. Um, this is the 24th episode live. of... The Wildflowers. Uh, Bonnie, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, this weekend, uh, our friend Robin DeVito, who is a big, uh, not only is she a good friend, but she's a big supporter of our show. She and and Michael went to see Street Fighter. And Robert Soleil from Street Fighter is the one that wrote that wonderful song, not once, but twice for us uh, when we were on another network. And then when we changed our name, he rewrote it again for us. So we thank him and we support Street Fighter, which is the best Rolling Stones tribute band on Long Island. And speaking of them, what are we doing together? We're going to go on the 20th, Bonnie and I, with our favorite couple, even though we love all you guys, Robin and George. Robin's on here. What a beautiful voice that guy has. (laughs) That's what she's (laughs) saying about um, Robert Soleil. Mom is saying, hey, wildflowers. Hey, mom. Robin DeVito, Jen Lantini. Oh, Bonnie, what's our, um, well, you have our guest in, in the house tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, on Friday, coming up on the Calamity Jones Hour from 8 to 9, we're going to have Adam Snare. Oh, Adam, awesome. He's great. Um, really funny comedian. He um, he just started like a year ago. And when I first heard him, I was like, how long have you been doing comedy, dude? Because he's a natural. He's very funny. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. So I just want to say hi to everybody who's tuning in so far. Larry Arts, how are you? Um, David Lange is saying good evening to us. Bill Hansen, love you, Bill Hansen. Woodchuck Um, Montrose. uh, uh, Robin (laughs) DeVito is saying, hey, you hot chicks. Thank you, Robin. (laughs) Felix also has a wonderful show called Let's Eat Long Island. Uh, Look him up on Facebook and he's calling us Chicklets, which I would have loved (laughs) to name the show Chicklets, but it was already taken. Um, And of course, Robin's saying what a beautiful voice Robert Soleil has. Yes, he does. Hey, Patty Marie, how are you? Hey, Mary Underhill, Mandy's mom. Uh, Everybody, please share the show. Hi, Jennifer Lantini. Uh, And uh, we're going to be, oh, Jew Money, how are you? We have to have Jew Money back. Uh, He's hysterical. 
Uh, Jim Raya, he said, for special treat listeners for Valentine's Day, you two should kiss. Well, we'll <laughs> of course, Jim never lets up. Hi, Peter Wolfenger. How are you? Hi, Bruno. We love Bruno. And um, so anyway, we're going to have kind of a, have a guest, two guests tonight, one in person, one not in person. So did you want to say anything before I start introducing? No, the guests? I think we're good. I think we are good. Okay, so this is this is the first time we're trying this. So this is going to be interesting. We, we hope it works out. We're going to have two guests, one on the phone and one in person. So the person who's calling on the phone tonight is John Santo, who those in the comedy world know exactly who he is. Those of you who don't, he's a great impressionist. He can do anybody you can think of and you think you're listening to that person. My favorite was he used to, used to say, do Trump for me, uh, you know, like on my birthday and, and, and personalize it. He does Cuomo. He does De Niro. He does anybody you could think of. He's going to be calling in to the show, and we have never done that before, so we're going to see how that goes. Starting in person tonight, we want to thank her for coming in, to, in, in into the, the we, well, this is not a, I guess a studio, yeah, we call house it a studio. slash studio. studio. Um, I call her Wonder Woman. On her Facebook, she's known as the nursing home warrior, Miss Danielle Lieblin. Did Ooh. I say it right? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, you look gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, Natalie Vargas is tuning in. Uh, Natalie was on our show last week. How are you? Um, we uh, are having, we always usually have ser not serious shows. Uh, not that this is going to be all serious. It's We, we always have fun. Shows. We always have fun. <laughs> yeah. We, we were trying to have a pity party whenever we had somebody with an agenda. Well, it, I call, it, he called it an agenda. I say it's like help for people, help helping people, uh, empowering people with knowledge, getting people to look at things in a different way. So, um, oh, hey, Taz, Taz is tuning in. How are you? Woodchuck Montrose, how are you? Um, can, that, can somebody check my page and make sure it's on my page? Uh, Jim Ray is. <laughs> I believe you, but Jim Ray is saying you did not say if she is single. Yes, I believe she. No, she's got a ring on Ooh. her left hand. Oh, I mean, she is not okay. Well, she's she's not single. She will. She'll discuss her role. I'm not going to say anything. You can DM I'll let her speak for herself. Us. <laughs> us. Uh, if you want to win a date with Robin, this lovely lady over here, Robin is saying you can't see me and you on the split screen. Wait, I see us on the split screen. Now, how about now? Was know. it a minute ago when we just had? I don't know. When we just had Danielle on? I think you have to get closer to me. Am I going off <laughs> camera? Story, too late story of my right. life. I don't know. I don't know. What you're talking Jim, about, what Jim. are you talking about? By the way, I'm friends with your girlfriend now on Facebook. Ah! <laughs> so anyway, um, Danielle works in a nursing home. Okay, and this show affects you no matter who you are. I happen to be a um, what they call a sandwich. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you identify as a sandwich? Well, today she's I, a sandwich. I, I, didn't I, I didn't even start drinking yet. Come on. Um, what I mean by that is I have children <laughs> that I take care of and I have a you know parents that I take oh, care of. Okay. So okay. I'm in the middle. They oh, call that okay. the sandwich generation. <laughs> so whether it's the sandwich generation or you have you're younger, your parents are gonna become older. Uh, if you're of my age or, or above, you're going to face this 
in, you know, possibly face this. So listen up, basically, is what I'm saying. We're all going to die, guys. That's, that's what we're getting at here. Lou Prex, how are you? Esther Forrester, how are you? So, um, Danielle, hi. did yeah. you always work in a nursing home, or did you start in a different part of the um the hospital. No, so I started at 17 as a dietary aide in a nursing home and fell 17. in love. Fell in love. Wow. I know I'm only 23 now. <laughs> and I fell in love with the elderly population that I just never left. And so, some people probably can't do that, right? Like some people it's probably hard to like knowing that a lot of the people, a lot of them, most of them, most, they're, you all all? Die. they're all going Every single one of them, they don't age out of the, pro, they all age out of the program. Um, some of them have to go to short-term rehab and they get to go home, but okay. um, I'm going to say <laughs> major, most of them actually die. So I kind of like, <laughs> so it's, it's ama- not funny. It's amazing, what, it's amazing no, what but you, you have to, But you have to have, a, you have to understand that it's life and death because people that don't understand death can't even be around it. They can't right. even be in a hospital. Right. I just, I just so, want to say hi to Michelle Asta and... Patty Marie is saying, Sarah, that's your niece? That's my uh, my cousin. She said, Sarah said she won't take care of me. <laughs> Patty, Patty cracks me up. That's her daughter. All right, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So, so you were saying about the nursing home. Oh, How did so, you start to ex- be able to deal with death? Well, it was, it just actually came natural because the way I look at it is it's not, everyone's going to die, right? Everyone. Every tree, every flower, that. every animal, every person, we're all going to die. So if I can make the end of their life uh, a little bit nicer, a little bit more peaceful, show them love, give them some stuff, that, give them something that they want, then I've done my job. I can't prevent the death. I can only make the transition into the other world a little bit nicer and calmer and peaceful. And what the reason that um, I, I follow her posts and I love, I love her posts and what she is saying is with COVID, things have changed a lot in the nursing homes. And she is a firsthand eyewitness of what is happening because of COVID. And it's kind of a controversial subject because even whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, there's a split on what to do about the lockdowns, what to do about the masks, what to do about visitors, why are some places restricted, some places are not. So. We're going to have a, a bird's eye view from Danielle of what goes on in a nursing home now that there's COVID and how it's different from how it was before COVID. So prior to COVID, residents had family members in. They're allowed in 24 hours a day. There's no set time of when a nursing home is allowed to, and when we have visitations, it's always open. Um, so families were there every single day. We had families that were feeding the residents, families that were taking them out for the day, sitting outside with them, bringing them food. It was more of a loving atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, the grandchildren were there, the great-grandchildren were there, the husbands, the wives. It was, it was really nice. And the family members would actually advocate for their family member's roommate as well. Like, oh, they become, they become like family. Yes. Oh, Mrs. So-and-so needs to use the bathroom or she needs to get up or her blanket fell. But like they all advocated for each other. It was really nice. And now it is pretty much um, the most depressing place you could ever be in your whole entire life. Mm. There are no family members. There is no visitation. Um, We have a New York state governor who does allow visitation. Um, Certain nursing homes can do that. It's called um, sitting outside across from your loved one, six feet apart with a mask on, not touching them, which is really difficult because 
You ever speak to a 90-year-old with dementia and hard of hearing? Put a mask <laughs> yes, on. <I> <laughs> put a mask on and sit six feet apart and let me tell me how that goes for you. Yeah. I realize how many of my friends can't hear because they like they're like, take your mask off. I can't hear you. I'm like, yes, no, you read lips. I read you, lips. <laughs> it's it's affected me. It's affected me as just a normal person. I can't even imagine an older person. Hi, John Piazza. John Piazza and they're all nervous in. too, right? They're all, their families are freaking them out. Like, Well, they're scared because number one, we're walking into their rooms with all this PPE on. So we have gowns on, face masks, goggles, shields. Um, so they don't know. So they don't really that even know what's going on. It's frightening for people who have dementia or who don't really know what's happening. Yes. Even a little bit who are confused because now we're walking in their room. They don't know who we are. They can't really see our faces. They can't see our facial expressions. They probably look they can't like aliens. Yeah. Yes. It's very, very scary. So we are seeing more depression, more use of psychotropic drugs. We're seeing more falls, more agitation, um, weight loss, pressure injuries because people aren't getting out of bed as much because um, we don't have activities. Activities are now limited to less than 10 people in a room six feet apart, and that means eight residents, one staff member from recreation, and one CNA who watches. So if you have a unit of 40 people, only eight people at a time can actually... So they're spending a lot of time alone in their rooms. They're spending all their time alone in their room. Which is not good. There's no communal dining. Everybody's eating alone in their room, which is a high risk for choking. So forget Mm -hmm. the fact that they're not eating and we're not setting them up as well. We're not even watching them eat anymore. People who have dysphagia, which is problem swallowing, they're on something called aspiration precautions. I got, um, if someone's telling you that we're watching them, they're lying because there's no way you're watching every single patient. There's There's not not enough staff. There's not enough staff to watch every, that's why when they're in the day room, the communal dining, we're able to watch them and and see what's going on. And they they ate more and they were thriving and they had socialization and they were talking and now it's none of that. They literally sit in their room. A couple of people have some things to say. Um, Nancy Weems is saying hello. Marco Arolia. Yeah. Is saying, hi, ladies. Michelle Ass is saying, Danielle is a true nursing home warrior, not Thank an you. easy job. Thank John Piaz is lightening things up and saying, my wife wears a mask and stays six feet apart. Good one, John. <laughs> Will Romero said, yes, I had to experience that with my ex-mother and his ex-mother, I guess, in-law. She had dementia and her poor mom would freak out every time we had to visit her, which is very mm-hmm. sad. Natalie Vargas saying, I can't imagine. Lou Pratz is saying, my dad had a stroke at 55 and was in Long Island Veterans Home Ugh. in Stony Brook for 25 oh. years. We got to know a lot of residents over the years. There are so many that passed away since COVID. And Jennifer is saying, this makes me so sad. Because, yeah, people don't talk about this stuff. Um, Jim Ray, lightening things up again. Ten people is still enough for a good orgy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Esther Forrest is saying, my grandma is a nursing home in, in, in Virginia. And by golly, she got COVID and recovered at 98. Nothing stops her from criticizing. <laughs> Wait, I just want to, be, I want to address what, what Esther Forrester just said, because I have a question about that. Um, I'm, my, my ex-mother-in-law is in an assisted living. They go through the, all those precautions. You know, the staff gets tested. They're all wearing masks. She got COVID at 93 and recovered. My best friend's mother is in an assisted living facility. She's 88. She got COVID with all of the things that, all the precautions that are being taken. My dad is 92. He lives at home with an aide, two aides that go back and forth. They're not wearing masks. He's never gotten COVID. I watched a film from, um, he's a Democrat and his name is Robert F. Kennedy. And he was talking about how come people 
can't question the different, not that he, he said, of course, if masks work, he, want, he wants to protect everybody and wear a mask. But why can't people ask questions? Why are being, people being silenced? Um, he is a Democrat and he's been silenced on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter when he tries to talk about the vaccine, when he tries to talk about masks. And he was talking about what is the difference between tuberculosis and COVID? Because tuberculosis killed is, um, I'm not going to try to quote the exact numbers, but he said close to the amount of people that COVID has, has killed and nobody locked down and nobody told people to wear masks and not visit their friends. And he's, he's saying that the tuberculosis uh, vaccine uh, costs $3 and this COVID vaccine costs between 40 to who knows how much and everybody's going to get it. And it's about money. So, um, he's a Democrat and I watched that and I just want to know what your opinion is on that. And this is, this, this, uh, is just our opinions. You, you have a right to agree or disagree, but what Robert F. Kennedy is saying, why can't we openly discuss it? Why can't we debate it? Why are people being censored and shut down when they want to talk about it? So I don't really know about the tuberculosis or anything like that. I'm going to just tell you what I see every day in the nursing home, yes. which is um, not all of us who work in a nursing home got the vaccine. It was offered to all of us and not everyone said yes. And not all the residents said yes either. However, so, they, so you have a choice at this you point. You have a choice. Okay. Yes. We weren't told we have to have it. Are there any consequences? <clears throat> if we don't. If you, if the, for the people that, you know, if a patient decide or decides to not do it, is there anything like, oh, well, you're not going to be in the fucking arts and crafts then? Like, <laughs> no, because there's no fucking arts and crafts anyway, because our wonderful governor isn't allowing these groups to happen any, anyway. So there's no difference between there's, the people who've been vaccinated and the people who've been not vaccinated. No, the, everyone, staff and residents still have to wear a mask, still have to wear PPE, still have to social distance. There is absolutely no difference. If you have the vaccine or you don't, you still can't get visitors. Okay. If your family member got the vaccine, it doesn't matter. You still can't visit. Now, that's the thing is that doesn't seem to make any sense. It makes no sense. But let me tell you what's mm -hmm. really a little bit crazy um, well, two things. Number one, we have vaccinated a lot of re residents recently, and they are coming up positive now for COVID. Just recently had one die. So she had the vaccine, got COVID, and she's now dead. And, and my, my dad's aide, this lady who takes care of him, wonderful woman, she knows somebody who's 70, who was perfectly healthy, got the vaccine, and died a day later. And none of this seems to be on the news. No. Or, or any mainstream media. Right. So I don't understand why we're not talking about it more on the news about what's going on in the nursing home as far as the residents are getting vaccinated and they're still coming up positive. And what does that actually mean? Some of them have symptoms, some of them don't. Now, what that means for us and in the nursing home means that we have to put them in an, an isolated wing. We have to give them disposable plates, um, which is disposable <laughs> trays. It, no, it's horrible because the food doesn't stay hot. No, no, no. You don't understand. The food is cold. Could you imagine eating scrambled eggs that are cold every morning? Yeah, no, because we can't keep the temperature hot because it's, it's, yeah. it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Um, and then we have to retest the whole entire facility again. So no matter if you have 50 people in your facility or you have a big nursing home like in the Bronx that has 700 people, Everyone has to get tested oh again. God. How do they do the Like, are people in your, were they trained? Are people coming in? How, who's Our, doing the testing? In my facility, the assistant director of nursing and the director of nursing are doing the testing. So people that were already in there. Yes, but every, you know, twice a week, we have to get tested, the staff, and we have an outside company that comes in and tests us twice a week. Do you do the nose swabs or how yes. do you get t tested? I haven't been tested for, 
Have I? The nose. <laughs> well, oh. I'll be tested on Friday, so if, you'll know. So Monday, I didn't have it. If I have it on Friday, I'll call you guys. And you can do some contact we'll have tracing over here. We'll have a conversation about what just happened. Absolutely. Deborah Say Grady said, oh, my, "That's my grandma." My, okay, and Andy's grandma said, "My dearest friend has been in a home since COVID, and all she wants is the staff or someone to take off their gloves so she can feel someone's." Uh, touch on her skin she's craving the endorphins she's a big hugger absolutely absolutely because we as human beings we need each other we need we physically need each other we need and and that's exactly what danielle is saying is that the emotional the emotional uh, i think you would agree with this that when somebody especially is at towards the end of their life their will to live or their will to die really dictates what will happen a hundred percent and in these nursing homes, when you're taking away their families, when you're taking away their activities, when you're taking away the pleasure of just even eating a hot meal, mm -hmm. they're going to lose the will to live. And nobody seems to care about that part. It's only about the COVID. Uh, and, and the COVID's still there. And that's the part that's really just pissing me off, um, if I could be honest. And this is the part that really just drives me crazy, is that COVID is still in the nursing homes. It's not like it's gone. Okay. And the fact that I get to go out and sit here with you and go have dinner with you know my the person I'm in love with, and I get to do things. I'm going out. Why can't the family members come in? Well, I'm no different than they are. Yeah. In right. fact, they yeah. were probably vaccinated. I wasn't. So what? It doesn't make sense that our New York State governor, not to get political, is not allowing this to happen because these people are literally dying of depression, sadness, heartbreak. They just want their families. Um, I had this beautiful man, and when I say beautiful, I mean absolutely just a mush of a man who um, I would feed him every day, and all he would say to me is that he wanted his family. I want Donna. I want Donna. I want Donna. I want Donna. He ended up dying, but do you know when he got to, when Donna got to come into the nursing home after he's dead? Because we allow you to come into the nursing home without a COVID test to view the dead body. Wow. We, you can't see them when they're alive. If, if we know that they're dying, we may make an exception to let you in um, at the end of life, but we have to know that you're dying. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like you're literally at the end. But if this gentleman, we didn't know he was going to pass, oh, and you're allowed to come in right afterwards and see the body. So that was just, it just doesn't make sense. None of it is making any sense. And the residents are suffering terribly because of it. And again, I don't even want to talk about the food because I am a dietitian and I'm in food service, but the food sucks. And I mean, they pay I don't so know what much freaking money to be there. Well, they don't because we pay their money. So Medicare pays um, up to Do, like- Are they all in Medicare? Or just if some they're not privately? on Medicare, they're in Medicaid. Okay, so- And if you pay privately, and nursing homes would love that, is it's different. different. All right, because I know a lot about assisted right. living. I'm not that knowledgeable about nursing homes. And the assisted living facilities- uh, are paid for by the the people, right? And they're, they're private. It's like eight thousand dollars a month. It's insane. More than that. More, More than, than that. that. So if you wanted to be private in a nursing home, we would take you in a second because we can get up to like maybe even like fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars a month, depending on what nursing home you you get admitted to. But um, very few and far between that we have that because we have Medicare and Medicaid that usually picks up the bill. Thank thank the Lord for that. Nancy Weems is saying, being a former sitter, I admire. Uh, Danielle for all she oh, does. Thank you. Um, thank you. And Natalie Vargas is saying, I don't see a problem with people visiting their elderly as long as precautions are taken. Exactly. That's what we're saying. It's Take it's, their temperature. We have rapid tests. We could find out in 20 minutes whether you have COVID or not. 
if the tests are accurate, and don't even let me get started on the whole accuracy of these tests mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. but if you're telling me that the test is accurate, why can't I test the, you 20 minutes? You, wouldn't you wait in the lobby 20 minutes to go upstairs to see your loved one? Of course. I mean, people, we had wives and husbands that would come in and feed their loved ones and daughters every single day, every single meal, have not seen their loved one, which I shouldn't say that, they have on like FaceTime, which is not good for the elderly. Very confusing. Yes. Extremely My dad, confusing. Like, when I try to show him the phone, he acts like it's a foreign object. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. They don't get it's it. It's hard to explain unless you've been through it. Yeah, yeah, they really just can't understand why the picture is like, moving oh, and people know. are talking. They're like, but where are they? I hear them, but I don't see them. Exactly. It's exactly. very hard. So Michelle asked us saying, what about the patients with dementia that only know and remember their lo their loved ones? It's just horrible. Changes have to happen. Hopefully, Danielle can make a difference. Thank well, you. if all of you share this show, <laughs> can everyone share the show and everyone you, should Hannah. start talking about it? Just the way you shouldn't shut up when you don't, when you don't agree with something. You have to speak out. You can't let people try to shut you up. She's being very brave by sitting right here and saying what is going on in the nursing homes. And if you have somebody in a nursing home, you you know, I feel for you because you, they're literally, who do you go to? There's abuse. Let me just say that for a second. And I know that there's people in the nursing home world who are watching this right now who are probably really angry with me, but that's too bad. Um, call lights go on. You're supposed to answer them. Okay. People walk right by them now because there's no accountability. I see it. I am on the unit. I see it every day. We don't. Um, you mean like when their attentive. vitals are going? Like what no, do you no, mean? No, no, like, when, they, like, when they want something. Okay, so, so they, it's just like so they might be they in might a have the thing and right. sitting in their feces for right. a, or, a while before somebody will come in and right and or, attend to them. Right, or they might just want their glasses that fell off the bed. But whatever it is, when the call light goes on, we are trained. We are taught from day one of working in a nursing home. You see the light, you go in the room. It doesn't yes. matter what you do there. If you're a housekeeper, if you're maintenance, if you're a dietitian, you see what they want. So nine out of 10 times I can help them, right? Change my channel. I can't reach my remote. Get me a glass of water. Sometimes I can't when they want to go to the bathroom or something like that. But do you think that those call lights are, are not ringing all the time now? And no one is. Oh, yeah. Unless the supervisor is on the floor, people do walk by them. Sorry, all my nursing home people who probably hate me right now. But Pat, well, Patty Marie is saying thank you for your bravery. It's absolutely necessary. And we thank you for your bravery thank because, you. It, you know, if people don't speak out about injustices, then they just keep going on. And it might not make a difference right after this show, but little by little you chip away and maybe something will get done. Everybody, please share the show and tell everybody that you know this is an important topic. It is eight o'clock, just about eight o'clock. So um, I have a funny story to talk about to lighten things up a little bit, something between me and Danielle. But we're going to just do our sponsors um, uh, first, and then um, we'll get back to Danielle, and we're expecting a phone call from John Santo uh, in a little bit. So David Gates said, Danielle has personally helped me with my family. I can't thank her enough for all she's done, and she's really amazing. Yes, she is, David. I love David. Okay, so you want to go first? Okay. Ah. <laughs> I'll drink wine when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first, oh, by the way, we have to say that we, anything we say, any of our beliefs and opinions expressed on this show do not uh, reflect the beliefs and opinions of the uh, our sponsors. sponsors. Correct. So we have Ambiance Salon, Ambience Salon, and Hewlett. They are a full-service hair, skin, and nail salon. 
They um, are in Monday's a Racine Salon. They offer free salon and spa services and wigs to anyone currently battling cancer. They're in Nassau County, guys. So if you know anybody currently battling cancer, please tell them to get down there on Monday. They do one Monday a month, which is free salon, free spa services, and free wigs. Um, they have online booking available at theambiancesalon.com. Uh, please give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at The Ambient Salon, and they are The Ambient Salon, 1344 Broadway in Hewlett, New York, 516-295-4011. And our other sponsor is Keys. Keys Love Jewelry, Stainless Steel Jewelry, All Nickel and Tarnish Free, Keys Cutlery, Knives, Swords, and Self-Defense Equipment. Get your stuff now before it's all gone. Excellent quality for reasonable prices. You can shop online at keylovesjewelry.com or keyscutlery.com. Or you can go in person at Lala's Flea Market, 1075 Portion Road in Farmingville. Farmingville. And you can call Key in person at 631-379-1781. Thank you, Key Fitz, for being our, um, <laughs> your mom's laughing at me. I don't know what I did. <laughs> and Jim Ray is saying, best hair salon on the planet Earth. You must go. I, I have to do something about my hair. So I'm, I, I, have to, I have to definitely go. And quickly, I want to mention um, our friend Kristen Tinsley. She brought up partial sponsorships to um, the Wildflowers. So if you don't want to um, have a monthly subscription or monthly sponsorship where we mention you every week, you can do a partial sponsorship where we just uh, mention... Um, your event once or twice um she's got a youtube channel um that she wants you to subscribe to the divine Femedian tarot where she's doing tarot card readings um she's a, a medium um so please give her a follow i'll also put that in the comments so it's easy to find i love kristen tinsley we love her and if you want to do um, a partial sponsorship with us if you have an event or a, um, a page or something you're trying to promote please give us a shout and we'll uh we'll get it out to our people so that is done. That is it with our sponsor. So we're going to lighten things up a little bit, Jim. <laughs> All right. So Danielle and I have a pretty funny story <laughs> that you, you could correct me if I'm telling it wrong, but um, I'm going through a divorce. It's been two years. I'm still trying to get divorced, but I was in a relationship where I was dumped. And so I went into the dating world and went on these dating apps and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had no idea. I'm a very trusting person. I met this guy. I'm not going to say his name. We went out on <laughs> we went out on a on a, a date, okay. And I didn't know what I thought about him, so I we went out on another date. <laughs> Nothing happened. I, I get, he gave me a kiss goodnight. I went I went out on a second Ugh, date. With him. <laughs> went out on a second date with him, and then he we were at Fridays, and we had ordered dinner, and. He starts looking in his pockets and he's like, oh. wait, 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 I'm sorry. Fridays. Yeah. The man who said the who man supposedly who, had so much money. So much money. He was took always you to bragging. Fridays. Oh. Yeah. You know, oh, he, he lived it. in the Trump building. He was so rich and all this. So we're at Fridays <laughs> on Long Island and, and the bill comes and he's looking in his wallet and he can't find his credit card. So he's like, oh my God, I forgot my credit card. So I paid for the dinner and I'm fine with that because I ate half the dinner, you know, so whatever. I'm not and okay. then we went to a place on Long Beach after that and had drinks and more things. And because he didn't have his credit card, I paid for it. Then I went on another date with him. And he's like, oh, I'm locked out of my apartment. I don't have any place to sleep. Um, I, I, I have an important meeting the next day. And I, 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 I got to get some sleep. I want to book a hotel room, but I lost my credit card. 
So I drove over with my autistic son during the day and I gave the credit card to the hotel and it was on my credit card because he said, I'll pay you back tomorrow. I didn't go in the hotel with him. He slept there. I had nothing to do with the hotel. If I had enjoyed and partaked in the hotel, maybe it would be different. The hotel was, was just for him. The hotel was just for him to sleep in and, and take a shower. Oh my God. Sarah says, I forgot about this guy. And so I talked about it on Facebook and, and Danielle was also Facebook friends with him. So she goes, Bonnie, I have your back. So she starts, oh, and I almost forgot. Then he's, he's on Facebook and he's already has a photo of himself with another woman and, and they're at a beautiful restaurant. So Danielle starts going on his Facebook page and saying, wow, it's amazing how you can take all of these women out to such nice places for dinner. You must make a lot of money. And she just kept hitting him with jab after jab. To make a long story short, Danielle made him so uncomfortable that he gave me back my 150 bucks for the fucking hotel room. So thank you. That's why I call her Wonder Woman. It doesn't even make sense that he would take you out I, I, I'm mad at you, actually. <laughs> because I'm stupid. I'm yes. too trusting. Yes. And I still do it. I still do it to this day. You know, people it, tell me, you know. Oh, Jenilise Feldy is watching. Oh, thank yeah. you. She said, I have a cute voice. Thank you, Jen. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I still am kind of naive. I'm getting better. I'm trying. I, my te- my t- tendency is to trust people and then ask questions after they've broken the trust. Well, we have that problem with that person that I introduced you to to help you with your divorce. Right. So we're not going to talk about that because I I'm s- in the middle of a lawsuit. So with I that screwed person. up. <laughs> so I gave you one good thing and I screwed up the other. No, but but, that, but you tried to help me. So. I did try to help you. I'm sorry. But uh, is uh, is is our 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 caller who is a. Uh, impersonator is going to be calling in in about uh, 10 minutes. Cedric Hooks, I thought he was going to go off Facebook. I know. Cedric, hey, well, Cedric. He's, he's going to give Facebook up and then he's on All right, Facebook. So, so Cedric says, I'm not rich, but I'll open the door for you and we'll pull the chair out for you. There we go. I will run your bath for you and give you a massage. Ooh, right Whoa, there. Make you breakfast. Who is that for? Mandy, me or Danielle? It, it sounds good to all of us. Will Romero <laughs> saying, that's a great story. The fact that you got your money back. Okay, let me tell you how I got my money back. I actually, he, he worked in a car dealership um, and he had a very expensive car. And I think he lived at the, in his car <laughs> because that's the kind of people I was dating. <laughs> and I, we, can we, show his, I, we can't show his picture, we're not allowed. No, no, I don't <laughs> want to get sued. Is this a different incident there? No, this is the same oh, okay. incident. Okay, so he lived in the Trump building and his I just want to say that he was not attractive. Can I just say that? I have a I have a different sense he of is taste not about people. The people that I'm attracted to, people say are not attractive. Oh, he was not attractive, Bonnie. <laughs> so uh, at the time, I thought he was attractive, but then the way he treated me, um, Michelle asked us like Bonnie likes her cheese. That that's true. That's a Will Will Romero joke. That's an inside joke. Um, so Will Romero saying he lived in the car. Fuck it, say his name. No, I'm not going to say his name because I'm not going to. Oh, gonna... I still want to say his name. I'm, I know it. Uh, will, I will messenger it I to you later. I forgot it. I just asked. I actually forgot it. I remember it. it because the guy fucked me over. Once people fuck me over and they lie to me or they swindle me or they cheat on me or they lie on me, I'll never forgive them and I'll never let them forget it. Patty Marie's going, ah, Will. <laughs> Generally said, LOL, thank, thank God you have a nice boyfriend now. Yes, he's actually in Pennsylvania right now. 
and he's on his way home. That's why he's not on the show. Uh, Dean Martin is attractive, Bonnie. Yes, Taz, I'm attracted to what most people call handsome, but I'm also, I also loved Jerry Lewis when I was eight, when he was playing the nutty professor. Oh, sugar. <laughs> so I have very weird tastes. You know, I, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so Will Romero says he fucked you over, throw him under the bus. No, I'm not going to get sued over this. Uh, and Michelle asked is saying that's right. So is that call coming in so far? He's got three minutes. Got oh, three yes. Three minutes, John. Three minutes. Um, so can you tell us about your, your love interest or you don't want to talk about it? It's up to you. How did you meet? You don't have to say anything except how you met him. She doesn't want to get into romance. All right. She, does, she doesn't want to talk about um, it. All right. What's, sorry. Your fa- what's your favorite part of the job? We've been a downer. Um, my favorite part of the job is getting to know the residents and absolutely falling in love with them. Do you have a, um, do you feel like anyone's ever been like weird spirits or weird things lingering around people's That's deaths? Like people transitioning? No, no. I, I do know when they're dying though, but it could also be because they're not, they're barely breathing that I, I know that they're dying. You know they're dying. But, but I will tell you, for because they're barely breathing, but I will tell you something really interesting <laughs> that I've learned because I've been doing this for 30 Three years. I've wow. been a nursing home. Like, you look so young. I've been in nursing home for 33 years. I will tell you that I have never, um, ever once, ever heard someone cry out for their for their father. Everyone's like, Mom. Oh, really? Mama. No, oh, my God. Cares, wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's not watching tonight so far. I don't see Everyone's him watching. Everyone's crying out for their... Daddy-o. Yeah. So Jim Reyes says, is, is or was her love interest... A rich resident at the home. I doubt yeah, okay, it. Okay, so so my love not interest. Not everyone's about money, Jim. Hey Pasquale. So my hey, love interest happens to be just an amazing man that I met. Um actually met him on Facebook. Nice. Ooh. Do the Facebook dating app? No, no I didn't even know they happens. had one. I had one. <laughs> what do you mean? It's hey. like marketplace. It's like marketplace for people. What do you mean? Like, I could just look up dating app Facebook? Yeah. Oh, wait. And here we go, Bonnie. This is our... Uh... Oh, John Santo is calling. But let's Hello. pretend it's not John Santo. Hello? Turn up the volume. Fantastic to be with you on this show. Put it next to your... Who do we have? <laughs> Who am I speaking to? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Can you oh, hear him? Oh, the governor. Please tell us How if you can you? hear him. How are you? How's the maid doing? Fantastic. Is she? <laughs> I saw your daughter's dating Chris Pratt now. Yes, uh, the daughters are dating all of these people, and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he would break up with that other girl. I lost faith in him. So t- tell me, what? how's the weather out there? The weather here in California is fantastic. <laughs> the sunshine is out. The, the, the beaches are fantastic. The water is fantastic. Way better than New York. I tell you that. Uh, are, you gonna, over there. are you going to get vaccinated? Oh, I already got it. I pulled up in my Hummer, and they come out to the car, and they put it in my arm. And the, you know, I broke the needle, the first needle, because of my muscles. And then they put it in there, and uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Do you have anyone else with you tonight? How about Governor Cuomo? What does he think about this whole nursing home thing? There's so many people here in the house. You, it's unbelievable how many people. Not, but everybody's six feet apart. I have a big house. So everybody's six feet apart. But they're all here. Well, who else is? Who? Who? What about Cuomo? Is he there? No, Cuomo's not here. This is California. There's only one governor here, me. 
<laughs> oh shoot! What you can't like fly in um, somebody like anybody from outside of California? <laughs> we can put Como on with Danielle. Danielle, kill him. <laughs> Danielle will kill him. I get that. I get that. So, uh, who else is in, who else is there in the house with you? Any any political people or any actors? There's so many people here. Uh, Sylvester, talk to them over here. <laughs> yeah, hey, yo, I adore Sylvester Stallone. What's oh. going on over there? Oh, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Yes, Rocky. What have you been up to lately? Are you still working out? Yeah, I'm exercising with Arnold over here. We're making a new movie. You know, it's going to be called The Dependables. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because we always got to go to the bathroom. So, you know, <laughs> oh! we, can't go on these, we can't go on long missions no more. You know? Well, you know what, um, Rocky? Uh, Jim Rea is asking, what is Donald Trump up to? Is, are, are, you, are you able to speak to Donald Trump? First of all, I'm doing so many different things. We have so many things that we're working on. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to see things like you've never seen. Awesome. Awesome, like, Mr. Trump. Like what? And, I, and I'm going to get my Twitter back. We're going to get We're going to see. We're going to see. And, and, uh, we're going to see. And you're going to get your own account if they won't? You're going to, you're going to have, like, create your own uh, uh, multimedia uh, thing if they, if they won't let you on? We are building something, I can't get into specifics, but it's going to be like Trump TV. We're going to have our own network. It's going to be terrific. Trump TV? Can the Trump wildflowers TV. have a spot? <laughs> um, absolutely. We'll have the wildflowers. It's going to be fantastic. And, you know, I think we're going to have an orange logo. <laughs> orange logo, I love it. Uh, you know, Trump uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone, uh, all these people who are listening are saying you're amazing. Do- David Lange, um, Jim Rea, Michelle Asta, they're all saying classic, freaking awesome. Uh, uh, you you sound... Somebody's saying you're a hack, though, in here. Who's saying you're a hack? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruno's saying, gonna be huge. Yeah, Trump, I miss, I miss your Sop- tweets. This is Tony Soprano. Who said I was a hack? <laughs> oh, I love Tony Soprano. How are you doing, Tony? You know, I just started watching um, uh, the, the Sopranos during the quarantine. I had not seen it originally. So now it's like new to me. And I love Tony Soprano. Talk about people liking people that don't look a certain way. Tony Soprano is hot. So what do you think about that, Mr. Soprano? Now, do you have any questions for our guest, the nursing home warrior? Yeah, I got a question. So I got my mother in a nursing home. Right? <laughs> this is not going to be good. <laughs> you got your mother in a nursing home? Yeah, Green Grove. It was in season one. Oh, oh that's right. Home. That's right. His mother yeah. was such a bitch. Yeah, she tried to have him whacked. I remember he, she, your own, his own mother tried to have him killed, <clears throat> and she she ordered it from the nursing home. Are you sure it was a nursing home? I think it was an assisted living. Uh, Tony, my own freaking mother. 
I he's know. Still in shock about that. <laughs> Tony's still <laughs> he's still upset about him. You've got to talk to your therapist about that. Yeah, Jim Ria is asking for for Bernie. Oh, Bernie Sanders. Hello. No, Bernie Hello. Mac. Hello. Say that again. Say that again, Bernie. Sanders. I have mittens for all three of them. Oh, the mittens. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with the mittens. I, I, what can I tell, can I ask, why do you think that everybody in every, whether you're a Democrat or Republican has memes of you with those mittens on everywhere? What is the explanation for that? Because they're assholes. That joke got way too big. Why were you wearing mittens? Why were you wearing mittens that were like twice the size of your hands? What? It was cold. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> All right. I think we got to get back to this lovely lady. Oh, you're wait, plugging yourself real quick? you plugging John Santo? John, where can, where can John, Santo, John Santo, the greatest impressionist. Everybody, please share the show. John Santo did all, let's see, in less than 10 minutes, he did Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Trump. Uh, Tony Soprano, did I miss anyone? And Bernie Sanders. And he's freaking amazing on all of them. So, John Santo, do you want to plug anything? What's there to plug? I'm in freaking quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you couldn't even get on Skype. <laughs> oh, I, Esther, don't, I don't have to Skype. Wait, before, I, before we push you off, real quick, Esther's asking for a Hillary Clinton. He, he doesn't do women. <laughs> you don't do women, John? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love it. John Santo, thank you so much for calling in. You know I'm I'm one of your number one fans. Can I love we, everything you do. Let's just put a couple masks on you and have you come into the studio. Yeah, we want Wait, you, in, per- we want you in person. We'll put 50 masks on you. I would love to come in person. Tonight, it wasn't so much the quarantine. I had, I had a, a probably come in. Oh, okay, so then we'll reschedule oh, you. <laughs> we'll reschedule you for a time you can come in. So you double dip it on us? Don't double dip the chip. <laughs> Thank you for your time, John. Bye, John. You're very welcome. Have a good show, y'all. All right. Love, Love you. Bye. Love you. I just don't want to talk to him too long because I don't know how oh, you guys could hear that. I'm not going to read that because that's we're not going to. Oh we my don't, God. Jim Raya, we don't talk about people. What we're frozen. Why are we frozen? Oh, no. no, no. Go, go. Uh, Jim Ray, we don't talk about other people on our show. That's not what we do. So I'm going to skip your comment. All right. Well, you love being a nurse. What's the worst job you've ever had? I'm a dietitian. <laughs> so I definitely don't like to be a nurse. You're not a nurse? You're the nursing home warrior? Not a nurse? Nursing home. No nurse. No nurse. I okay, fucked up. What's the worst up. job you've ever That's had? The worst job? Yeah. What do you mean? Like before that? Like, you know, like, I did a life. newspaper round. I went to Burger King. You didn't have to get paid for it. Um, what's the worst job I ever had? Probably working at the Gap for like a dollar forty nine an hour, and <laughs> I only worked there for the discount. <laughs> I mean, it might be the worst job. Folding all day was probably just one of the worst things I've ever done. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm with not that. good at the folding, and I was a waitress for like a hot second, but I couldn't remember anything that people would tell me, and I'd go back and forget what they said. So that didn't work. Would they not let you write it down where you were? No, they would. I just thought I'd remember. <laughs> like, do I have to write down that they need ketchup? Like, it was just easy things that I would forget. But I will <laughs> tell you one of the best jobs I ever had was when I was in college. Um, I worked as a hostess at Cafe Bocce. 
And oh, I know I exactly you, where that is. Yeah, and that was just fun. That was just pure fun. I, I ate there people, one time. Hanging out, it was just fun. I ate there once with um, before COVID. I belonged to a, a. I would say this word wrong. Alzheimer's group. Alzheimer's group. <laughs> and we used to go to lunch after. And one of the places we went was that place um, before the quarantine. And I I liked it. Yeah, like it was just fun. It was a fun job. It, yeah. John Santos is on. He said, thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on our show, John, on the phone. Next time we want you live and in person, sitting in the chair like Danielle is, so we can grill you (laughs) in person. And Michelle Santos saying, John Santos, just amazing. He is amazing. He is amazing. He's so talented. And one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yes. Just a a kind soul. Good heart. Yes. Thank you, John Santos. So, um... Patty Marie saying, I was a waitress first day. People were getting food poisoning. <laughs> Patty Marie cracks me up. She's related to Mandy. So she's so funny. I love Patty. So um, please share the show if you haven't shared it. Um, we, If you have any questions about um, nursing homes that you want Danielle to answer, this is your time. We're, we're almost out of time. We only have a little bit of time left. Do you, do you have any questions that she hasn't covered about nursing homes or, or something you want to say about nursing homes that she could, she could talk about? Because uh, now they're starting to talk about their jobs. <laughs> Robin DeVito is saying, my, just, my best job was a hostess at Olive Garden in Florida. Everyone thought I was the general manager because all I did was walk around and <laughs> sit with the clientele. Robin is a character. I love Robin. And then um, Natalie said, it's really torture when you really want to rip, rip into the general manager because all it, oh wait sorry I, i'm sorry <laughs> natalie vargas said it's really torture when you really want to rip into people and you can't say shit yeah because you're working there you have to you have to hold your tongue yes. that's why i can say whatever i want because i'm retired so i was quiet for so long i also worked at the same job for years and years and years where i couldn't say anything that's why i think you're so brave because you're still working i only started talking after i retired and now i can't, nobody can shut me up I've gotten a lot of trouble. I mean, I've had people sit me down and had conversations with me that I need to stop talking. Um, I've been they, fired. I was fired from a job because I have a big mouth. I was asked to leave um, and never to return. I've been threatened. I've been arrested. I've Because you say, you because say I, the truth. Yes, and the truth. And let me just say for anybody who does have a loved one in a nursing home or who might ever... Being an advocate is the biggest thing, especially now because you can't be in the nursing home. You call every day. You speak to different shifts. You don't have to call every shift every day because that just gets annoying. But like one day you call on the day shift. The next time you call on the night shift. One family member only, please, because we only allow to talk to like who's on the contact list. But ask the questions, not just how my mom is doing or how my dad is doing, because that's too general. You want to know, did my mom poop today? Did she get meds today? Did she eat lunch today? Did she, um, did the doctor see her? You want to know specific questions, not just how is my mom, because that's always, that's she's great. Thank you end. so much. Yeah, that's she's a very great. Have a good day. Like it's never. We have, we have enough. a lot of questions for you now that I said oh, that. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll take them one at a time. Okay. Nancy Weens wants to know, do you do diets for all the patients? Yeah. A registered dietitian is in a, the nursing home because we have to see every resident. Um, the truth of the matter is, though, nursing home and end of life is way different than somebody who is going to exercise or a youth or someone who is pregnant. It's more comfort care. 
So we do do diets. There's very limited amount of special diets in a nursing home. Besides, let's say gluten, there would be somebody who is a diabetic or um, a renal, which is di uh, kidney disease. We have, uh, there's not that many diets, but we do do diet. Everyone has a diet, yes. And we see everybody. Will Romero, who's a good friend of mine, he said, ask you if it feels like a form of censorship, the situation at a nursing home. It is. It is. That's why it's so brave that it she's is. speaking out. It is. Nobody wants to talk about what really the horror, and I will say the horrors that happen behind the walls of a nursing home when family does not show up. Um, Michelle Asta wants to know, do nursing home homes now with the quarantine allow volunteers? No. So no more volunteers. No. David Lange is saying his ex is a nutritionist at nursing home up in SD. I'm not sure where that is. San Diego. I San believe. Diego. And she works incredibly hard and very long hours. It's a really difficult job. I have great respect for Danielle and Thank what she you. does. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. We, yes, you, you are you. amazing. Cedric Cooks says uh, he loves both of us. <laughs> great women. God bless you. Cedric, I'm so glad you haven't left Facebook yet. We love you, Cedric. Um, so we have about five minutes left. If you haven't shared the show, please press the share button now. This is a very important show. <laughs> <S> <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know. Out. I'm not good with, with initials, David. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, South Dakota. Yes, you are right. Your mom is right. South Dakota. I don't know. That's why Whatever, I Whatever, fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, what's on your bucket list? <laughs> yes, what's on your bucket list? Um, I want to drive one of those really big buses that have the accordion in the middle. What? Through Manhattan? It's so Whoa. funny. That my husband's always saying that. He's like, it's like driving a train. Like, I want to drive that. I want to drive okay. a, um, I want to plow snow and like one of those big plow things, okay. like when you push the snow. Those are two that are really on my list. Do you list. know how to drive a manual transmission? No. Okay. I have no idea, but I want to make some turns in the big bus and I want to push some snow. All right. We'll get to shifting gears. Nice. <laughs> my, my boyfriend's out in Pennsylvania right now and he just bought a tractor, so he was very excited to use the tractor to shovel out the snow. <laughs> and, he, and he sent me photos. And because he doesn't really understand how to use the tractor yet, he's taking out pieces of his property oh. along with the snow. And it looks like a big, giant mess. And he's going to watch the show later. Oh, no. Nancy, Nancy Wu said, it's okay, Bonnie. I, I don't know what you mean, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just used to putting my foot in my mouth. I just say, oh, I guess she means that I talk. And I just say what, what I feel. And I think a lot of people who have jobs and things that they can't speak out are grateful when somebody speaks out because um, they, they're, you are doing it for people who cannot speak out for themselves. That's why I call you Wonder Woman. The truth of the matter is that if somebody, uh, an owner is not going to like what I'm saying, I don't want to work for them. Yeah. Because transparency is what we're, we should be all be about, right? Your loved ones are in my care. If I can't tell you what's really going on, then we don't deserve to take care of your loved one. And if an owner does not like that, they can go fuck themselves basically because I don't want to work for them. Okay? Well, whoever has you in, in their care, even though it's a terrible situation in the quarantine, they're very lucky to have you. Thanks, so, and as one of, the, one of your pe uh, family members mm -hmm. of the people spoke up and said that they love you, and thank that they you. appreciate what you do. Oh, thank you, Bonnie. Um, so, uh, Patty Marie said it's everybody has to speak now. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know what, Patty Marie? It's easy to say that, um, but it's hard to do when you know your job is on the line or um, you're going to get 
thousands of people coming on your Facebook page, harassing you. It's very hard to speak up. And the people who do, uh, John Santo is saying, yes, Danielle is Wonder Woman. Uh, um, yes. I, I Tell him I'm Sue Ellen Ewing. Say that? I'm Sue Ellen Ewing. John knows my real name is, I want to be on Dallas. Oh, okay. I want to be Sue Ellen Ewing. <laughs> so I, I haven't watched that in a long time, so I don't remember. But I did, name, I did name my daughter Alexis after Alexis Carrington. From Dynasty? Yes. Oh, wait. That's a wrong That's show. Dynasty. Wrong show. Okay. I, I, I never watched Dallas. <laughs> oh That's my why God, I don't know you what you're talking it. about. All right. So we, uh, we have like three minutes. Are we going to say our sponsors and then give Danielle the last word? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I'll go first this time? Yeah. All right, so we want to thank Key Fitz for being our sponsor. Uh, Keys Lake Jewelry, stainless steel jewelry, all nickel and tarnish free. Keys Cutlery, knives, swords, and self-defense equipment. He has the most cool stuff. Excellent quality for reasonable prices. You can shop online at keyslovesjewelry.com or keyscutlery.com. You can go in person at Lala's Flea Market, 1075 Portion Road in Farmingville, New York. Or you could call Key for any information, 631-379-1781. We love Key Fits. Mandy. And the Ambient Salon in Hewlett, they're a full-service hair, skin, and nail salon. Go to follow them on Instagram and Facebook at the Ambient Salon. Or you can find um, online booking at theambientsalon.com. And we also have a partial sponsorship. Thank you to Kristen Tinsley. The Thank Divine you, Kristen. Comedian Tarot, where she does tarot card readings. Um, if you're interested in a... Um, and YouTube, please subscribe to her on YouTube. And if you find her on Facebook, she will give you a personal reading um, if you're interested in that. I had never done that before, and I did that with her the other day. And I want to do it with her. Yeah, it's very interesting. A couple of things came up that my dad was like, I got to meet this chick. Um, and he's not like a believer. He's kind of a skeptic guy, you know, and I was kind of skeptical. So it's definitely interesting. So if you guys are getting your feelers out there for Valentine's Day or whatever. <laughs> yes, and next week is Mandy's birthday. It's actually the day after... Valentine's Day, so we will be celebrating it a little bit late. But next week is going to be Mandy's birthday. And we have no idea what we're going to do for that show. We're a little unprepared. We have people booked after that, but um, we want to do something special for Mandy. So if you're interested, messenger me. And, um... <laughs> we're going to make it like a Dan Romano show. We're just have like 40 <laughs> yeah, people. It's like, Mandy's birthday. Yeah, it's like... Mandy's birthday. We're not going to... It's, it's going to be like a train, a train in here. We're going to run a train. I, we don't really know. <laughs> We don't really know what we're doing yet. Don't do that. If you're interested and you are really close with Mandy, not if you don't know Mandy really well. If you're close with Mandy, ten security questions. Correct. Right. It's going to be Mandy's birthday show next week, and your grandma's saying happy birthday times three. So Danielle, we're going to leave you with the last word, and we both want to thank you for coming in and telling the truth and speaking out. Thanks. We really appreciate it. The only thing I'm going to say is what I just said before is that you have to advocate for your loved one. You have to speak up. Do not be afraid that there are going to be repercussions against your loved ones because there won't be. If anything, the more you speak up, the more eyes that are on your loved one. So, um, and know who you're speaking to. Don't say to the nurse's aide, there's something wrong. You go right to the top. Mm. And I know the owners are going to be mad if they're watching this. You go right <laughs> to ownership, administration, and the director of nursing because their license are on the wall not the CNA who's taking care of your loved one. We need the CNAs. They're amazing. They're great. They're fantastic. But there's no accountability there. Go right to the top. And everything in an email, oh, I can't stress this enough. You want a paper trail of what you oh, spoke yes. to and, and getting it back. Email the administrator again and again and again and again. And keep that and just keep going back and forth and you will get the results because 
I mean, they're there because they want to take care of your loved one. There's just a lot going on in a nursing home right now. So please be patient with us, but please advocate the hell out of it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. welcome. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Press the share button before we go. Thank you all. Thank you, Mandy. Mandy, everybody's wishing you happy birthday already. Happy birthday. We will see you next week when it's Mandy's birthday. Bye, everybody.